correctly with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. www.d20radio.com Welcome to Opcast, Arms Around the Trinity Continuum. Our podcast does in-depth reviews covering everything from the first edition to the newest story to path edition of the books published for the Trinity Continuum, including Aeon, Aberrant, Adventure, and more. My name is Scott Cuban. I'm one of the hosts. You can find me at Simulacra RPGs on Twitter and on my YouTube and Twitch channel, Simulacra TV, which is an actual play channel. Hi, I'm one of the co-hosts, Josh Heath. You can find me at Werewolf the Podcast if you want to hear things about Werewolf the Apocalypse and lots of other places where I just go and talk because people like to hear me talk, I guess. Today, as a member of the D20 Radio Network, we would like to shout out another member of the network who we appreciate, Dice for Brains, an actual play RPG podcast, bringing people to tabletop gaming with podcasts and geek content. The Dice for Brains podcast delivers high production quality live play shows, from a troop of actors and seasoned gamers. So if you're interested in checking that out, it's diceforbrains.com. Fantastic. Well, today we are doing another one of our grab bag episodes. This is due to the fact that Onyx Path has graced us with a small bevy of little products here and there in between bigger releases, which we are very appreciative of. They tend to be cool and focused and useful for story guides and players alike. Uh, so today we are talking about three of them for the Trinity Core game. Uh, we're going to be talking about The Hunt for the Red Widow, In Media Res, and Polyphemus, which I'm going to I'm gonna mangle that one. I know that. But yeah, these are three little projects, littler projects. I believe two of them were released as one of them was a tasty bit, another was a jump start, and then In Media Res is the bigger one, which has a bunch of small adventures. Uh, so I know I've, uh, I've spent, I've, skimmed through read through all of these they're very entertaining do you guys do you have any top level thoughts about these products josh in general i'm really happy with this model of hey here's some stuff like some of this came out of the kickstarter some of it came out uh, as a tasty bit or like an additional piece of content that is like hey this might just be useful from a business perspective it's a constant revenue sort of thing it's a constant hey there's a new thing out for my company uh, it's smart it's just fun as from an rpg perspective so i think holistically this is a great model before we go into these three things though we found out recently some stuff like that this is going to come out like months from now anyway like Thur and aegis oh, yeah. are new things that are coming out for the trinity continuum I'm sure we will talk more about Aether and Aegis at appropriate times, but I did just want to say, I think those things are going to be cool, whatever they look like when we finally see them. Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. I can't wait for either of them. I believe as of time of recording, the next crowdfunding product is going to be Aether mm -hmm. for Onyx Path. So by the time you've heard this, it's probably come and gone, but that's cool. And then Aegis is sometime in the future. It's the thing that Ian has constantly been bugged about because he mentioned it once and now it's finally a reality. And I think we're all happy about that. It's going to be cool. So yeah. let's start with, I think the easiest one of these, and mm -hmm. that's the, the hunt for the Red Widow, which may not have been the one that you thought would be the easiest Oh yeah, no, one, that sounds but... about right. Yeah. Okay. This is really an odd product. Mm -hmm. If 
if you're not using a virtual tabletop, you might be like, what is this thing that I'm getting? But I really think this is the 21st century version of the the adventure you got with a storyteller screen sort mm-hmm. of thing. It's a it's a, an encounter effectively. It's a, it's slightly larger than what I would call an encounter, but it's not quite a full story on its own. It's it's interesting. What are your yeah, thoughts I, on I, it? I think it general? I think it it fits into the jumpstart category mm-hmm. of this is some this is specifically something that you would run as a one shot for a digital like a convention specifically a digital convention says it does have a VTT component to it, but you could run it without it. Yeah. So this is a very good like this is a short adventure like encounter. Ugh. This is a short convention encounter that you would mm-hmm. run or just a one shot that you could run for your group to get them into what is Trinity Core, what it's all about. I enjoy this rather a lot because I think that it pulls upon the aspects of Trinity Core that I find most intriguing, which is, first of all, the connection to the greater meta plot of mm-hmm. the, the, the Trinity Continuum games. And second of all, the weirdness. Yep. Uh, I think I like Trinity Core when it is dealing with weird stuff more than when it's dealing with mundane stuff. Yep, agreed. And it, it has got all of that in spades. Yeah, it's in it's 11 pages in the PDF and I read this and came away from it going I would use this. Mm-hmm. This got cool ideas. It connects to the greater trinity continuum in really fun neat oh wait you're easter egging me mm-hmm. sorts of ways which they've already done with all of the other jump starting material. I'm I'm on board with this. This would be a great, hey, let's do a two-hour demo at Gen mm-hmm. Con or something like that of very this game. Very much a demo game. Now, that's the word I was looking for. It is a good demo game. Yep. So it's very simple. It's Like you said, it's mostly just a one main encounter, although it has a couple of steps to it where you are tracking down a notorious thief of strange artifacts. You eventually track her to a hidden temple location where... She finds and probably activates a, an artifact of great power, which when you look at the mechanics of it, oh boy, is it an artifact of great power. Yeah. Like, that's really chunky to throw out, especially since your PCs can get the hands on it. But hey, it's a demo game. Why not let someone go full ham? Right. And I think that's what's kind of cool about it is they don't shy away from like, this is too big for a bigger game. Like mm-hmm. I would not put the bladed ball yeah the bladed ball of zibalba mm-hmm. in a actual game because it's way too overpowered for pcs to have it in their hands oh yeah it's absolutely something that gets put away in a long hallway full of boxes to be guarded by top men exactly is it super great for this though a hundred percent absolutely it gives you that over the top big time big power getting thrown around ending to a game that you are using to lure people in. Yeah. And it, this would be a cool, Hey, this is the thing you play to get a feel for it. Then we're going to create actual characters mm-hmm. and play through a story where I'm going to reference this thing, but it's not actually going to be in your hands. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that would be super cool. Like this um, has gotten squirreled away to the Babel dossier or something like that, or there are ripple effects from this thing that you're dealing with. But yeah, it, it's very much a very big MacGuffin. Yeah. But overall, I think it's great. I love this product. I think that this is worth any story guide's time, particularly if you are getting used to the system or trying to lure in new players or you're at a convention scenario. 
for sure. And it's got all the assets you need. Either you can just use this as a PDF and print mm -hmm. it out and have it on a table. Or if you want to use Roll20 or any other virtual tabletop, Astral, I'm not, we don't have any sponsorships, but if you want to yeah. sponsor us, <laughs> call us. Yeah. But whoever you use, you've got all the resources you need to throw this on a virtual tabletop and run it. So, yeah. and they're good resources. Got some great yep. maps, good tokens. It all looks really well designed and well put together. Yep. And the smart thing, sorry, the, from a business perspective, I just love that you used all assets from the core to make mm -hmm. this. None of it's new stuff. And I'm not upset by that. Like, this is a good use of. These are existing things or very cheap things. Just, I think that's a smart thing. So it's cool. Absolutely. So moving on, we have the bigger, the bigger, more convoluted product, which is in media res, mm -hmm. which is a book of small adventures. And they are very small. They're very self-contained. Once again, they're very like one shoddy type adventures, something that you can build in and build a campaign off of, or just have a day's worth of fun. They span the gamut of Trinity core gameplay experience, which I enjoy. I think that there's a great deal of great deal of showcasing in these particular adventures. What did you think about a media res? I really think this is an interesting product because it is really, I, I think this came out of the Kickstarter. I think this is one of the Kickstarter stretch goals and it does what I would want for, Hey, here's again, a thing that I want to use to lure players into playing this thing. Some of these I think are better or more, not better. They're all good, but more interesting to me as a story guide than others. Like it starts off with Codename Aquarius, which to me is really like it feels like top secret, that mm -hmm. RPG rather than Trinity per se. Like it doesn't not feel like Trinity core, but it's very much a high intrigue style game. And again, you can do that with Trinity core. And I think that's great. It just, uh, it's an interesting story from this is not the type of thing that I would think of running in Trinity, but it yeah. works well. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think I've said it mm -hmm. elsewhere that I think that Trinity core is like probably the best if best modern role-playing game to date i think it does does everything great if you want to strip out all of the trinity lore from it and use it as a modern role-playing game i think its guts are fantastic and this is very much a modern role-playing game situation of it's it's a it's an action adventure spy game the first one is and it's very serviceable about that that's just not the type of game that i'm gonna generally sit down and play Right. Like I've, I was a big D20 modern person mm -hmm. back in the day, but I never played quote unquote stock D20 modern. Mm -hmm. It was always urban arcana or D20 mecha or one of the like shades of things like using the D20 modern framework to do something weird with. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's the Trinity continuum part that I love, like that weird edges of strangeness thing on a modern setting. Yeah, so absolutely. like having something that's much more grounded is great for people that want to do that with the Trinity Continuum Core. Yeah, interesting, interesting choice. It's followed up by Artifacts Inc., which I think is the exact opposite. I love <laughs> yeah. this one. Yes. I, I like this is this is what I want. Like this is what I want out of Trinity Core. Like exactly for the same reasons I like the Hunt of, Hunt of the Red Widow because it it plays with time a little bit. It shows you some stuff in a different era, and it's weird. 
it's very weird in like in fun ways like mm-hmm. there's just like i read this a couple times going what's going on yeah. here but like i can make choices about how to bring in aeon here mm-hmm. like or how i can bring in aberrant elements or i can just be like let's do now do a whole session in the adventure era and have mm-hmm. it tie into this and it would be cool yeah absolutely like there are places where i could just like and there's max mercer in the background of this hollywood party why is he here what's what's his what's his agenda here or what's that mysterious man with dark sunglasses who's talking about genetic superiority and the like like there's there's a lot that you can do and like i said you can pull an adventure you can pull in some of the 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 modern stuff into this of weird technology going on who's behind it who's created it it's really cool like i i enjoy this one this is probably of them of them this is the one i would play if i were to like play a demo game or a one shot of trinity core yeah 100 percent. and it, i don't even want to give anything away here mm-hmm. because it it's fun and uh i'm just going to throw this out here scott this would be fun to do as an actual play at some point if we want to do that Probably. and that would be really put it out good. for this like i don't know just a, a, a thought but I, I will put it on the list absolutely okay. next we have caper incorporated which is this is heist heist o'clock this is your heist game it is all it has a little bit of the weird technology going on it in it but this is where you get your leverage fans this is where you can you can highlight los, los fentimas les fantômes I'm so bad at anything that's not English. I am such a white boy. But yeah, I can do accents, but pronunciation, no. So yeah, yeah, it is very much a heist film filming this one. What do you think about Capers Incorporated? The first important character is a tie-in, possibly, to cool things in Aberrant, Mm -hmm. which makes me, like... I, I giggle whenever I like see that. And it's like, maybe it's not, maybe this is just a red herring, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with that too. I'm okay with red herrings like this. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think uh, from a, a story perspective, this is fine. It doesn't blow me away like artifacts, etc. does, but, but it's good. Yeah, I agree too. I mean, like heist, like if, I enjoy a good heist movie every now and then. Probably if I were to want to do something heisty, this would be a good thing because it, once again, it does have some of the weirdness in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like it and I like it quite a bit. Then we have finally classified help wanted, which to me, this reads as a diehard. It all takes place in one building action disaster affair. Yep. Very similar, in my opinion, to the, the mood of what's going on in the first one, because it's very mundane. There's not a lot of weirdness going on. It's about espionage and conflicted loyalties, and it is it is that aspect of the Trinity Continuum. Yep. And I think what this book does for a story guide is show you, like, you can do all of these things mm-hmm. and, like, maybe add your own like little weird elements if you want to into these i like that this is a single location i think Mm -hmm. it's really helpful to remind story guides you don't have to world hop you don't have to location hop all the time you can choose a place run a contained story in it and have it really impact your player so i i i think it's a valuable like read from a story guide perspective but i don't know if i'd run this as it's yeah, written. same yeah. same it's great for someone who likes it like that style of adventure uh mm-hmm. serviceable for for that kind of experience but not really for me 
Yep. So overall in media res, very useful, definitely a showcase of the Trinity core setting and what can be done with the Trinity core set system. I, it's great for what it is. Yep. I, I think as a, like I said, as a kickstarted extra sort of thing, valuable as a standalone product that I would hand to a story guide, I might like print out one section and say, Hey, like think about running this. Like, it seems like in keeping with your like shtick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like if you, if you had someone who's like a huge fan of leverage mm-hmm. or those style of things, like, Hey, look at this, take the core book, take this, maybe have some fun with it. Yep. Yep. Finally, so. we get to probably the brightest gem of these three, at least in my opinion, Polyphemus, which is a tasty bit. So very cheap, very easy to get. It is very, very short. It's eight pages and chain, eight pages and credits. And it is Trinity Core, but it is the wildest, weirdest end of Trinity Core. Yeah. This is this is like modern adventure weird, in my opinion. This is the the absolute edge of dealing with flux anomalies, dealing with multiple timelines. It borders on assassins territory mm-hmm. of weirdness. Yep. It bull- pulls in quite a lot. And as I mentioned before, this is where, this is the space that I find Trinity Core to be the most interesting. It is an offshoot, it is a, it is a faction that is an offshoot of the Aeon Society that is essentially the, the bleeding edge weirdness containment and analysis division. They have their own special facility called the Vault, which is in the weird shadow flux zone. So it's slightly out of time in terms of the technology that can be utilized inside of And the faction goes around dealing with flux anomalies and trying to contain dangerous things as well as understand and research them. I love it. I absolutely adore this. I think this is, this is the Trinity Core that I would play. Yep. Like, this in, is in a serious way. This is packed with so many Easter eggs too mm-hmm. that it makes me smile every couple of paragraphs minimum. Going, ooh, I understand that reference. Like, it is so weird and fun. It's like the uh, Warehouse Thirteen. Is that? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bit like that. A bit like Eerie. I think was the show. Eureka. Eureka, Eureka is Eureka. the show I'm thinking of. This. That type of like Indiana Jones, the fourth movie that not everybody likes, but Crystal Skull like is definitely in the the mm-hmm. spectrum of this. It's fun. Like, yeah, I agree with you. I'd play the heck out of this. Yeah. There's also some video game references going on here. You've got references to Control, which is a fantastic game about basically it's SP, SCP, the video game. There's some portal references. So it, it's chock full of just everything good that makes me smile in my, one of my favorite meta settings, which is the Trinity Continuum. So like, yeah, it is straight up enough action. I really wish this had been in the core book. Yeah. Like oh. this, would have give, this would have made that core book like much more like interesting and, and valuable to me than it already is. Yeah. The core book's really good for here's what you need to run, mm-hmm. but it doesn't quite give you enough of like here's some things to kickstart your thinking about stories Mm -hmm. i think that's what i love about the tasty bits is you can just grab a thing and it's such a small read that i can sit down on my lunch break and read this thing and then go now i have a whole story idea Mm -hmm. or a hundred from this that i want to run yeah Um, i think this gives you like a lot of things to play with from that end of the Trinity core. And it just, it's bustling with ideas. 
Yeah. And then it gives you like player facing stuff by giving you a path and giving you some edges to use. So like there's and a couple of gifts, like there's stuff here mm-hmm. that you can just be like, oh, hey, like here's a cool thing that I want to add to my, my character or give to a player for them to add to their character. It's like, it's exactly what I'd want from a tasty bit. And it's also really useful in terms of going elsewhere in the setting like if you have a talent player who's mixing it up with scions or is a talent in in the aberrant era giving them some of the stuff in this tasty bit gives them some stuff to play around with it lets them get their hands into the deep weirdness where ands and scions and aberrants and novas they have powers that they can throw around this lets you get your hands around some of that power and play with it yeah and this also if you want to not to I don't know. I don't think this is a spoiler, but like if you want to time travel, mm. you can do that in general with the training continuum. But like this is a hook mm-hmm. for that to make sense. And really, like it would be cool to run a core game that was tied into Polyphemus that ended up time traveling to Aeon and Aberrant and Adventure, like through the salt mine. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a neat like thing to do like do a bit of like a sliders time travel-y thing here that would be cool or even back to aegis yeah uh, right ether Mm. like there's plenty of places you can go and plenty of places you will be able to go in the future which i am very very interested in i think this is this is all very much whetting my appetite for an upcoming book uh, the talent players guide yeah like i am very much looking forward to that because i'm really hoping that that gives a talents in particular and trinity core some good stuff to play around with it is going to make people happy mm-hmm. that is that is all i'm going to say about it it is very exciting so i'm i i know that others are excited as well but i i really think people are going to like it when they see it all right well any thought final thoughts on these three little tidbits that we have here in general like i think i've said already i would go and buy all of these like mm-hmm. i think they're all worth your time and, and interest so i don't know it's there's nothing bad here so nothing yeah, for me I, to like I, I agree wholeheartedly i think that this puts some much needed meat on the trinity court bones yep which we need i think like mm-hmm. uh, we've we talked about that like the trinity core gives you enough to like do mechanically the thing but this is enough to like oh how now i have thoughts and ideas and story hooks yeah yeah, absolutely and it also lets you to talk about assassins we haven't really talked about assassins much on the show but if you are assassins is out enough that people can run it like if you wanted to run assassins using any of these stories and in media res you could do that like it would legitimately be really interesting i think particularly some of the less the less weird ones mm-hmm. would fit assassins really well. You And again, you could up the weirdness that assassins have by having them be involved in those. So I think like it's multifacetedly useful to have in media res in particular, but all of these in general. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that is that in terms of what we have to say about these products. Definitely looking forward to more from Trinity Core. But until then... I'm going to ask you to keep your arms around the Trinity Continuum.